Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 218. We're looking at Acts chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Let's read our passage. But a man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property. However, he kept back part of the proceeds with his wife's knowledge and brought a portion of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. Ananias, Peter asked, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the proceeds of the land? Wasn't it yours while you possessed it? And after it was sold, wasn't it at your disposal? Why is it that you planned this thing in your heart? You have not lied to people, but to God. When he heard these words, Ananias dropped dead, and a great fear came on all who heard. The young men got up, wrapped his body, carried him out, and buried him. Well, this follows the discussion of the early Christian community and this common ownership they had that people would sell houses and sell land and bring the proceeds to the apostles and be distributed to anyone who has need. And there was no one who lived in need. There was this mutual care for one another. Then there was a positive example of that in Barnabas. Barnabas' name was Joseph. He was from Cyprus, but he The apostles called him Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, because that's just the kind of guy he was. And as an example of what kind of guy he was, he owned a field. And so he sold it and brought the money to the apostles to be distributed as needed. So here's the negative example now, Ananias and Sapphira. And this shows that even in this young fledgling church, people are not perfect. There are still people with big problems. Now, a lot of people read this and have trouble say, well, this, is, uh, this just seems harsh. And ironically, uh, Ananias, the, uh, the word actually means in Hebrew, God is gracious. So say, this doesn't seem very gracious. Well, let's, let's pour into it and see what we can figure out about this. Verse 1, when a man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property, However, he kept back part of the proceeds with his wife's knowledge and brought a portion of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. So we're not given any prelude to all this, but just as Barnabas sold some property and brought the money, gave it to the apostles, Ananias and Sapphira sell some property and bring money and give it to the apostles. But the issue is they kept part of it back and only bought a portion of it to the apostles. Now, Luke doesn't tell us that they had made some kind of pledge up front, but it certainly seems to be implied, or at least they said this was the full price of the land. And that's the problem. is It's not that they had to bring this money, because as we, we see later on, Peter says, you know, you didn't have to do this. But they apparently had made out that they were giving the full proceeds from the sale of the property to the apostles, or bringing it to the apostles to be distributed. In fact, the language used here in verse 2, it says, however, he kept back part of the proceeds. This verb translated as kept back can be translated as pilfer or embezzle. Interestingly, it's the same verb used in Joshua chapter 7 in the, the Greek translation of the Old Testament used to describe Achan, after the destruction of Jericho. Remember the first city that the Israelites came to when they entered the promised land was Jericho. 
and there was this great demonstration of the power of God that the, the city just uh, the walls collapsed because all they did was march around it and for seven days then the walls collapsed and they went in and took the city but they were told up front don't take anything from the city because it's all to be an offering to God it's all considered sacred however a man named Achan found some valuables and kept it and, the, and all of it, the people were under the curse of God then until God revealed who it was and Achan was struck dead so interesting that the same verb kept back used here is the same verb used to Achan when uh, the, the judgment of God was on the people after the fall of Jericho. So specifically says that uh, Ananias did this and with his wife's full knowledge of it. Well, however, Peter knows there's a problem here. And, and the discussion of the Holy Spirit through all this implies that the Holy Spirit revealed to Peter that there was a problem. So in verse 3, Ananias, Peter asked, Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the proceeds of the land? So we see this keep back verb again. This is basically, you have embezzled part of the proceeds of this land. And so he accuses him of uh, his heart being filled with Satan and lying to the Holy Spirit. So what's the issue here? Well, we don't know the actual motivations going on here. We can make some assumptions. Was it just greed that they uh, wanted to hang on to money? Well, that seemed to be just the issue. It's They could have held on to the money. It was the issue that they were pretending to give all the money. They were either saying that they'd given all the money or had promised to give all the money. And now... They're not. And so this is the problem, the, the lying. But specifically, he says, it didn't lie to us. You lied to the Holy Spirit. And I think the implication there is that generosity is actually something that is led by the Holy Spirit. So if you're pretending to be generous, then, but you're not really being generous, then you're lying to the Holy Spirit. You're not just lying to people. You're lying to the Holy Spirit. Is it because they saw the... Uh, hoopla that was made over Barnabas when he sold the land so they want to be heroes and have everybody fawning over them and so they do this but hold back some of the money because they don't want to give all that money but they do want the hero status it's it, hard to say all we know is that they have uh, pretended to give a certain amount of money but they're really not they're holding back and the verb actually means to pilfer to embezzle now he, Peter explains it in verse 4. He says, wasn't it yours while you possessed it? The point here is you are not obligated to sell this land. This was your land. You owned it. It was yours. He says, and after it was sold, wasn't it at your disposal? So the, clearly the, the implication here is you didn't have to sell this land. You weren't under any obligation to sell this land. Nobody told you or expected that you would have to sell this land. And even when you did, you didn't have to bring all the money and give it. But what you did was you either said or promised that that's what you were doing, that you were selling the land and giving all of the money for the use of the Christian community. It's the lying that's the problem. 
And he goes on, why is it that you plan this thing in your heart? You've not lied to people, but to God. Now he has lied to people, but more importantly, he's lying to God because he's making out like something was on his heart that really isn't. When he heard these words, Ananias dropped dead, and a great fear came on all who heard. The young man got up, wrapped his body, carried him out, and buried him. Now we're not told how Ananias dropped dead. Was he so shocked that he had been found out, so shocked by Peter's rebuke that he just died? Some try to make this out to not be a miraculous thing. It was that maybe Ananias and Sapphira were the first people to die in the young Christian community, so they made up this whole story to explain it. Well, that doesn't make sense. It's as simple as just take it as we read it here, that Ananias and Sapphira have here lied to God, and this is God's judgment on them. I say, gosh, that seems harsh. Well, we have uh, some amazing things going on here in this fledgling church, and the Ananias and Sapphira are clearly not being led by the Holy Spirit. As Peter says, they're actually being led by Satan, and some important correction needs to be taking place here. So, did God kill Ananias? Sure looks like it. Sure looks like it. He was under the judgment of God because he has lied to the Holy Spirit. He's not lying to people. He's lying to God. Now, it says the young man get up, wrapped his body, carried him out, and buried him. It seems rushed. And it is. Now, people are buried quickly. You know, there's no embalming of bodies. And it happens relatively quickly that uh, burial takes place. But this is even quick for their society. And as we'll see next time, nobody even told his wife. Three hours later, she's going to come back, and they've already buried her husband. I say, wow, that seems strange. Well, yes, it is, because this is unusual circumstances. And even though by our standards, burials take place quickly, this took place very quickly. But that is normally what's done. Normally, burial is immediate for criminals, for suicides, and for people who've died at the judgment of God. And that's clearly what's taking place here is Ananias just, just didn't die of natural causes. He was struck dead by God. He was under the judgment of God. And as such, he's a special case. He would be like a, an executed criminal or a suicide case. He needs to be buried right now. And so the young men there, they jumped up, they wrapped him up, they took him out and buried him. Great fear came on all who heard. Well, that's understandable. Hey, did you hear that God struck Ananias dead because he lied to the Holy Spirit? Wow, that seems kind of harsh. And for us, it does seem harsh. However, it shows the seriousness which God takes these things. We often get comfortable with uh, well, playing around and uh, uh, cutting corners and things, but this shows the seriousness with which God takes these things. We see in, in 1 Corinthians, Paul's letter to the, the Corinthian church, he talks about how they had been so cavalier with how they have been observing the Lord's Supper. And Paul tells them, that's why many of you are sick and many of you have died because you've been taking the things of God not seriously, particularly these issues of worship.
lot of times you hear a, a good homework assignment is to uh, look up all the people that God has killed. And it's quite a numerous list. Specifically, look up those who've been struck dead under the judgment of God for messing with his worship. And so this is something we must take very seriously. And here, what's going on is this, uh, you have this young Christian community is being led by the Holy Spirit in incredible ways. But Ananias and Sapphira, their motivation seems to be the accolades of people. They want to be seen uh, as being overly generous. People say, wow, gosh, they went and sold the property and gave it all to the church. What wonderful people. Well, it's all a lie. And the Holy Spirit's not standing for that. They're not being led by the Holy Spirit. They're being led by Satan. Well, next time we'll see what happens with Sapphira. So join me then.